Hello everyone, welcome to Arakoin Sheyi News, a podcast where our host gives you daily news on what's going on in the country in areas of politics, entertainment, sports and world news. We'd love to hear your view after every show. Kindly drop your comments after listening to the news so as to help us save you better. Thank you for listening. On the news tonight... President Tinubu signs student's loan bill into law. Tinubu addresses Nigerians on Democracy Day, explains removal of fuel subsidy. Federal Minister of Agriculture warns against consuming hummus, smoked and bushmeat due to anthrax outbreak in West Africa. Tragedy as Emo APC members en route to National Assembly inauguration die in auto crash. Former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi dies at 86. Ecuadorian woman declared dead by hospital wakes up during her own wake. Ivan Tony says missing World Cup was a bigger blow than eight months betting ban. Now the news in full. I am Arakun Shiri. President Bola Tinubu has signed the student loan bill into law, fulfilling his promise to liberalize funding for education in Nigeria. The new law aims to provide affordable loans to indigent students to cover tuition fees, books, and other expenses. The disbursement of loans will be managed by a board of trustees appointed by the president, and the loans will be repayable after graduation. According to a member of the presidential strategic team, Mr. Dele Alake, new law is a fulfillment of one of the president's electoral promises. He added that the law is not related to an increase in school fees, but seeks to help indigent students obtain an education. The signing of the student's loan bill into law is a significant step towards fulfilling a president's promise to improve education in Nigeria. The law is expected to reduce the financial burden on parents and guardians, while increasing access to education for all. The government hopes that the new law will lead to more students pursuing higher education and contribute to the development of the country. President Bola met in while addressing Nigerians on June 12 Democracy Day commemoration, explaining the reason behind his decision to remove full subsidy on his, inaugura- on his inauguration day as president. He stated that removal of subsidy was necessary to free the country's resources from the control of unpatriotic individuals. Tinubu acknowledged the hardship the decision caused Nigerian citizens, but believes that sacrifices must be made for the country's survival. He promised to reward their sacrifices with massive investment in transportation infrastructure, education, regular power supplies, healthcare, and other public utilities that will improve the quality of life. Tinubu also spoke about the importance of democracy and the need for Nigerians to work together to build a better country. The Joint Admissions and Matriculation Board, JAM, has announced June 24th as a date for its 2023 policy meeting on admission into tertiary institutions. The meeting, which will take place at the National Judicial Institute, NGI in Abuja, 
we discuss critical issues emanating from the just concluded Unified Tertiary Matriculation Examination UTME, Sale of Direct Entry DE Application Document, and setting the tone for the 2023-2024 admission exercise in tertiary institutions. During the meeting, stakeholders will discuss the acceptable minimum admission score to be applied in all admissions to be undertaken by all tertiary institutions in Nigeria. The policy meeting will be shared by the Honorable Minister of Education with all heads of tertiary institutions in attendance along with relevant regulatory bodies. In what can only be described as a tragedy, members of the All Progressive Congress from Imo State who were traveling to Abuja for the inauguration of the 10th National Assembly on Tuesday died in an auto crash. The incident occurred when the bus they were traveling in collided head-on with another bus at Agbo in Delta State. According to eyewitnesses, three people were confirmed dead, while others who sustained various degrees of injuries were transported to hospitals. The victims were coordinators of the Senator-elect for Imo North, Patrick Nguese, and the House Representatives member-elect for Okigwe North Federal Constituency, Miriam Onua. The Federal Ministry of Agriculture has advised the public to avoid consuming pomo, smoked and bushmeat due to the recent outbreak of anthrax disease in countries within the West African sub-region. The disease has been reported in northern Ghana, bordering Burkina Faso and Togo, and has caused a number of fatalities. The ministry's warning is aimed at preventing the spread of the disease to Nigeria, and the public is advised to take the necessary precautions to protect themselves. The anthrax disease is caused by a bacterium that can be transmitted to humans through contact with infected animals or their products. Governor Adimola Adeleke of Oshun State recently directed relevant government agencies to immediately activate the state flood prevention plan. This directive was issued in response to recent reports of flash floods in Oshogbo, the state capital, and other parts of the state. In order to prevent further damage, ministries of environment and works have been directed to quickly speed up their channelization efforts in Oshogbo. The government's proactive approach to flood prevention is commendable and it hopes that these measures will help to safeguard the lives and property of Oshun state residents. The National Drug Law Enforcement Agency NDLEA, has discovered a secret laboratory producing methamphetamine in a residential community in Ikedia, Lagos State. The laboratory was located in a duplex building on Bordeaux Street, Mende, Maryland, Ikeja, Lagos State. The NDLEA anti narcotic officers had concluded a search of the building after credible intelligence and surveillance confirmed that the illicit substance was being produced there. The officers recovered one kilogram of already produced and packaged methamphetamine, glucosal chemicals, and other items used for the production of the drug. The owner of the house is currently on the run. But efforts are being made to apprehend him. Welcome to Global Update. Former Italian Prime Minister Silvio Berlusconi dies at 86. Silvio Berlusconi, the former Italian Prime Minister, has died at the age of 86. Berlusconi, who reshaped Italy's political and cultural landscape, had been admitted to a Milan hospital on Friday for pre-planned tests related to his UK 
leukemia. He had a rare type of blood cancer which was revealed during a six-week stay at Milan's San Rafael Hospital. During, despite being related to the Senate last year, he was rarely seen in public. Berlusconi led Italy three times between 1994 and 2011 for a total of nine years and was known for his promise of economic success. He also had extensive TV, newspaper and sporting interest. An Ecuadorian woman, Bella Montoya, who had been declared dead by a hospital, woke up during her own wake. A video posted on Twitter shows the 76-year-old woman breathing heavily while two men assist her. Her son, Gilbert Bald Biran, said she was eating the coffin with her left hand after the five-hour wake. Montoya was admitted to the hospital with a suspected stroke and went into cardiorespiratory arrest without responding to resuscitation maneuvers. The Martin Iscasa Public Hospital in the coastal town of Babaoyo declared her dead dead on Friday and even issued a death certificate. The incident has caused a stir and the health ministry has established a committee to investigate investigate the incident and supervise Montoya's care. Now to the world of sports. Fatou said that missing out on the World Cup, the eighth month is set for breaking Ben. Southern England International was banned by the Football Association for breaching betting regulations. The striker was fined 25,000 euro and suspended for eight months, ruling him out of action until November. Tony has expressed his disappointment as missing out on the World Cup, saying that it was a bigger blow than the ban. The striker has been in fine form for Bradford, scoring 33 goals in the championship last season and will be hoping to continue his good form when he returns from his ban. Brentford Football Club has signed Kelvin Skate for a club record fee. The 23-year-old midfielder has signed a five-year contract with the club. The fee paid to FC Nostradamus for Skate is reportedly around 20, Euro, 20 million euros. The signing is a statement of intent by Brentford who are looking to establish themselves as a Premier League club. Skade is seen as a rising star in European football and his signing has been praised by fans and pundits alike. And it's a wrap on the news tonight. Thank you for listening. And make sure you follow us on Spotify at Arakomishi News. Good evening.